What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. And while we talk a lot about news, we also talk uh, a lot with people about news mm. and other things. Yeah. Uh, and today is one of those episodes. Yeah. People in the news and, and people make news. Who right? make news, yeah. yeah. Because in the studio, we have for the first time, uh, Irfan Kasban, who is a multidisciplinary artist who has done a whole lot of cool shit and we are about, we're, we're going to talk a lot about that. So, mm. uh, welcome, Irfan. Hello, everybody. Yes. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> what what did you hear about our podcast before coming on from the person who referred you to us? Okay, so the person who referred me was Joe Tan, ah. and she told me, "Oh, okay, just um just to take note, um it's a layman." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I and love I'm, the description, the layman. Layman. And I'm like, okay, cool, I can deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't like going intellectual as well. Oh, really? You know? Okay. Yeah. Have you been on on like interviews or podcasts that are very intellectual? Not yet, not 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 at the moment. The only other one that I did was for SG Boys, mm. Mm. Um, and that was quite chill as well. Yeah. I see, I see. So, yeah. what was an intellectual podcast to you? Like, um, when we discuss our existence and the ephemeral ephemerality of ephemerality of our lives. Dude, oh, that's, what we're gonna so be, that's what we're going to be talking about today, man. That's our layman topic. <laughs> yeah, of our yeah, yeah. agenda, before, Ter- before this, I was telling Ter- I think we need to talk about um, ephemerality. Ephemerality. Correct, ephemerality. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, just now, did Harish's uh, description capture um, what you're up to and, and what's, the most, what's the biggest thing that you're doing today or these days? La? These days? Uh, uh, quite, yeah. Oh, so, okay. I, just a bit of background mm. about myself. Mm. I... I I'm a person (laughs) (laughs) who lives in Tampines, um, who um, studied science, um, Mm. but had an affinity to the arts, started with dance, did DK Bharat, started writing lyrics, and then did theatre. And and I find connections with experiences that don't normally correlate with each other. Mm. Um, So after like, Starting theater in like 2006, I moved on to um, film mm-hmm. and then visual arts. So I I kind of get bored really easily. Mm-hmm. So in a year, I'll, I'll probably do like a different project every few months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but okay, you studied okay. science. Yes, uh, applied food science and nutrition from Tomasi Polytechnic. Okay. Uh, then then when did you realize you started to have have like a like an artist? inclination I think when I was really young but mm. my mom forced me to go and do science because she thought it was going to be like you know the money maker um, and I'm like I understand you worry about my future but then there's this part of me that that boils in in me you know and it it just needs to express itself and, mm. yeah so so right now uh we know you are directing Joe's upcoming play King mm-hmm. uh and and uh, we can talk about that in a bit um but you mentioned also that you have gone into film and uh uh, TV, uh, visual arts and yes. music. Yes. And and what sort of projects are you working on in there? Okay, so um, there's a film that I acted in maybe two years ago. Mm. We just got accepted to a film festival. I can't mm. say actually mm. what film festival. But yay! Um, and I started acting actually just to understand as a director how my actors feel mm-hmm. and then it became this like natural progression of like oh my god this is this is how they 
the their inner brain works you know what 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 um what issues they go through um trying to 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 become a character mm-hmm. um and then naturally it it just it just became its own beast lah i i i, I kind of got addicted to acting a bit because it's a chance for you to um look at your traumas mm-hmm. or look at what resistance you might have or what preconceived notions of yourself do you have so it was always about breaking who you are or discovering who you are or who mm. you can be yeah mm. yeah so, so you know you say like discovering who you can be like the the reason why joe actually referred us to you was because uh we were talking with joe about at the issue of gender and pronouns mm-hmm. uh and i remember telling her like okay um is there anyone you know who can come talk to us because as much as i try to read up about it try to understand it i'm admittedly still like wrapping my head around it like and she said mm. okay you have to talk to irfan and then after that probably she messaged you like hey, irfan uh, you got to talk to some layman eh? <laughs> <laughs> and that yeah. also has yeah. to do yeah, i mean it also yeah. has to do with uh, king right yeah the upcoming theater production correct uh, there is that uh, it deals with uh, themes of uh, gender identity as well yes all, right yeah. yeah yeah so that's why i think it's it's relevant for that Joe wanted us to talk to you lah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like promoting the film, the 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 play, but also yeah, helping yeah, us yeah, understand <laughs> this whole this whole thing. That I mean, a lot of people talk about. Even like you see interviews, you read newspaper articles, and all. But it's very one sided lah. And it right. almost feels that in this day and age, there are questions that I have that I feel if I ask, it might come across as very uh, like um layman and layman. Layman, and I don't even know who to ask. <laughs> I don't even know who to ask. Um so so like is this something that you speak about quite I know you were in that um the series people like us mm-hmm. which went on for three seasons. Oh uh, we just we just ended filming for this third season. So third the season. third season comes out in December. Yeah. I see. And and that is set um in the world of uh, the LGBTQ community. Correct. Um yeah. mostly gay. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Mm. Yeah. And I, you were one of the lead actors. Correct. I see, I see. Yeah. And mm. I play an accountant. <laughs> accountant. Okay. <laughs> accountant who's in the closet. So so that that is something that, you know, it's it's not me as well, you know, mm-hmm. but it, it it was interesting to to uh, embark on. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. is this is this topic something that you speak publicly a lot? I, I don't. So I'm I'm mm. here as a uh, more of like a director. Mm. Um in mm. in that um I think uh, gender identity is is something that is individual. Mm. And it's how we choose or want to be chosen to to be perceived or acknowledged. Um I think at the end of the day people just want to be seen and heard, you mm. know. Mm. And and gender is is one of those things which is interesting because who sets the boundaries? Who sets the rules? Mm. You know, who defines what a man is? Mm. You know, is there a book somewhere that 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 says that you can't that a man can't wear dresses? I, I don't know. Yeah. So so going back to, to also the the play, it has been a really interesting journey because the play is about um, Joe, um, who plays this um, office lady. Mm. And she goes to her company D and D, and then she 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 wants to be a bit more adventurous. So she dresses up as a K-pop um guy, mm. and she discovers that people treat her with a bit more respect. Mm. So then then um so then she 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 plays on this this male archetype, you know. Yeah. And then with that, then she meets all these other male characters, and she realizes the true essence of of what being a man is. Mm-hmm. You know, inability to express your emotions, um, 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 
um, dismissiveness or or gaslighting or, or you know like like there's there's so much that is um, more complicated than just oh a man is a is a man you know mm. yeah I don't know how how do you guys define what what man what mm. being a man is you know mm. Mm. yeah I mean What's- for me like like what uh, I guess we grew up with with uh, you know genitalia. Uh-huh. Uh, or like the reproductive organs. Uh-huh. To to me, that is like uh, okay. What I've always understood to be a man, but now I'm also thinking okay. Uh, it seems like there's there's a there's an updated definition or there's new definitions. And I mean, I do feel certain times like oh, but how can it be? You know, like I mean, I studied engineering. Uh, uh-huh. So so and even though I'm in the creative world now, I still find a lot of my thinking is like okay. There's like a uh, tangible stuff, and when it gets abstract and like big grey right that's when I get confused <laughs> yeah that's when I have nice. trouble dealing and Terrence will vouch for this and I, I, that, that whole grey scale I'm like oh shit uh, how but I also know that it is something that cannot just be written off yep. uh, mm. so I would like to understand which right now I feel I don't so yeah. that's my, my starting point my definition of what a man is yeah yeah. yeah. for me I mean I know the that there's the biological sexes right mm. yeah, whether male female but then there's gender as well which is closer more closely tied to what you identify with and uh and sexuality la, like what you mm-hmm. know what you what you're attracted to uh how those three overlap and interact is i think it's a subject of a lot of debate and discussion now right uh but i guess the the for me the big thing is is you know when these things um and and they are happening even in singapore right they're coming to um you know in the workplace and all that when talking about things like pronouns for example mm-hmm. uh you know in schools i think in even in some tech companies that you know they are expected to use pronouns or at least express your pronouns so uh, admittedly for dinosaurs like like us and we thought people like us dinosaurs like us trying to wrap our head around it la. and 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 and, and I, I i do I have a lot of uh, yeah, uh, friends, even family and all uh, from the LGBTQ community. So uh, it, to me, it's important that we, we are, uh, people like me understand these things better as well before yep. we try to talk about them uh, with any kind of like, sh- uh, sh- you know, authority or anything like that, la, like on the podcast and all. La. So that's why we're like, okay, we're, we, we want to talk about the play, of course. But we also need to ask some very layman questions. No, about please go ahead. Yeah. And I, I just also want to put a disclaimer that I'm not the expert in gender, but I will share what I know. Sure. Yeah. And I hope it it, it, it it can open up a bit of um, interpretation. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So so like I mean you you know, you asked us like the definition of, of a man. Like what has your definition of a man been and what is it now or has it changed over the years? I yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um I, I think one of the first few men we would have encountered would be our father mm. Mm. so to, to to look at what your childhood perception of of your father is um is a start you know mm. is that how you define what what masculinity is you know yeah um my father listened to music he played um, instruments um he was not very expressive about how he felt um and and how he expressed emotions usually was through anger mm. and then and i observed that firsthand um and 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 so it's it's interesting as i grew up to to, to look at, at, at then how how do i forgive this person who who beat me up when i was when i was a child you know mm. and, and 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 as as i investigated i it seems that the idea of a man is more complicated because of what society puts on him mm. you know 
you you get married to this woman you're expected to um be the breadwinner mm. you're expected to um take charge of household things mm. um yeah so like my definition of man has and is always constantly changing mm-hmm. meeting you guys you know like like um as well is going to be one of my i put inside my folder mm-hmm. my fbi folders <laughs> um yeah uh, i i i think the best way i can help you guys with this is mm. that look at everyone with special needs mm. you know mm. as in like look at everyone as if they have special needs everyone is different okay. everyone has a different father everyone has a different um encounter with what um masculinity or femininity is you know mm. um and and yes you're right we are born with with um with um one or the other um organ mm-hmm. and and some of us too if mm. you're intersex and then you grow up you realize um you like or you have an affinity with um with a particular gender you mm-hmm. know what 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 does that entail you know that's another yeah that's another exploration altogether mm. um and it's harder for queer people because it's not something that appears in media it's not something that is um that is inherently um institutionalized mm-hmm. you know like we have to fight for it and 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 so there's a lot of doubt as well you know um yeah so so then so then you identify as i identify as queer mm-hmm. non-binary um but it's hard for me to get here because um i think a few years ago when i discovered i'm i'm comfortable with being non-binary i realized that non-binary is a binary as well mm. you know and it's just me submitting to um language mm. you know i mean all these labels essentially are the fault of language i think you mm. know like like in malay there's no he or she that is just dear yeah, yeah. you mm. know So so when I tell people what am I pronounce I I go oh I'm dear and dear like hey dear you know mm. like um so yeah so we we have to look at what um systems have we been brought up with and and how it does not help us and and also respect how other people want to be identified with you know mm. yeah yeah so so just now you mentioned that um you know you observe your dad's behavior right mm-hmm. uh, and you said your understanding of what a man is it's still The example you're giving was more like behavioral. Uh, you know, can't express emotions, or 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 like that. That's at least what I got out of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So is there, you know, like just now, Terence mentioned there is gender, then there is sex, and sometimes, like at least what I understand is sometimes there's an overlap. Sometimes people say they are mutually exclusive. Yeah. How how do you think about that? Okay, so this is really interesting artist that like um distilled a vial of um testosterone mm. and distilled a vial of estrogen. <laughs> and then she, and then she put it on the canvas and she also put it with uh, melanin. And uh-huh. then and then the, the the work basically asks you is this how you define yourself, you know? Are you your biochemistry? Um it's really interesting, you know? It's it's really interesting. Are you limiting yourself by the notions that this is biological you know like if we look at even further right at the end of the day we're just protons neutrons and electrons mm, mm. we're just dust in space mm. yeah not to go all 
um, nebulous, but like, yeah. Um, I don't know whether... Um, I forgot the question also. Like, See, uh, I went so far in the space. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot the question. Sorry. Uh, I mean, where I started was like uh, the issue of gender and biological sex. Okay. Yeah, because I know some people, they equate it. Some people totally differentiate it. And I was asking like, what? how do you kind of... Uh, uh, understand both things and how they relate. Okay. Um, um, I think um, for myself, I was born male. Yeah. Um, and then I realized, okay, I'm, I have an affinity to men. Mm. So does that make me gay? Um, in my 20s, I, I went to gay clubs and I was like, these are not my people. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, la, I don't like go circuit clubs. You know, like um I don't like going circuit parties or, or you know like 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 what what is is gay actually, you know? Mm. It's so big, it's so it's so broad, you know. Is it is it just liking guys or um yeah, so so I think gender is is and should be fluid. You know, mm. it can change. Mm. You should allow it to change if you're open enough for it. Um, in that, um, you also have to realize that it's not the one thing that defines you. Mm-hmm. You know, especially mm-hmm. in in this day and age, I feel um, my my argument is always overpopulation. There's no need to procreate. So wh- who am I? What mm-hmm. am I doing here on this earth? Um, and 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 my answer to that is I'm here to observe the beauty that um, that presents itself to me whatever form that might be. Mm. And with that, sometimes it's about not limiting myself to, oh, I only like men, you know, mm. or, oh, I, I am just a, a, a man because I have a dick, mm. you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like my dick, but like, <laughs> I'm sure there's more to it, right? Yeah. Mm. Your dick doesn't define you. Like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but it also does in some way, you know, like, like how, um. Yeah, a, a vagina doesn't define a woman from for 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 being a woman. Mm. Um, it's just you know how she chooses to express herself might be very different from from what we imagine sex to be. You know, mm-hmm. and I think when we talk about gender, sometimes people just go into sex, and it's mm. not about that. You know, it's 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 not about oh who you're having sex with. It's it's not that. I think yeah, mm. yeah. So that means, like just now, you know, you said you identify as queer uh, and yep. non-binary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if someone to, were to tell you, okay, so you're queer, but you're born a male, is that something that is, or born a man, is that something that uh, is, is, still, is still acceptable for you? Or do you think that kind of totally defeats what you identify with? For me, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. But I mean, there are sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, no, carry on. But there are people who might reject that, right? Um, I I don't think people will reject the idea of born. Okay. Yeah. I think usually um assigned um female at birth or assigned male at birth. Yeah. Mm. And then gender is a th- different thing altogether. Yeah. Gender is what comes after. Okay. Um, okay. um gender identity is 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 um exclusive from from the organs that you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so you you, in in some cultures, they believe it's like spiritual. Mm. Um. So so you might be assigned um a dick, for example, and feel more um attuned to the female, female psyche. The female. Yeah. Mm. Um. 
and and therefore that's why they go through like hormonal replacement therapy and and um yeah and 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 they're just trying to find um that their truer self or, or be their truer self um whatever that means um mm. um because even as a, a straight male okay you 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 tell me i am straight i am a mm. man mm. um but can i ask you why you think you are a straight man <laughs> you know mm why i'm a straight male yeah. uh cuz i'm attracted to women okay yeah Anything apart else? from that yeah i also have a dick mm-hmm. uh and i have an adam's apple a okay. visible adam's apple uh-huh. uh yeah so more more like stuff that i can see and touch and feel Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's 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 where it ends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, m- mainly physical. Yeah, uh, yeah, physical urges and and things like liking women mm-hmm. and having a dick. Um, I mean, like, yeah, for example, I I do find I'm much more sentimental than a lot of uh my my guy friends and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, but I've never used that to think about my identity lah, my gender identity per yeah. se. Yeah, uh, I've always just thought okay, maybe I'm just more sentimental that right. way, lah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Do you think the sentimentality comes from any physical attribute? Um, physical attribute, lah. Sentimentality. I mean, I mean, I mean, you mean like hormonal or anything like that, lah? Is it? Or uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe hormonal. Um, <laughs> probably. I don't know, man. That was a tough one because because I can chalk it to upbringing or you know how. Okay, tell me more. <laughs> no, I mean relationships. If you're like you know like uh, I think you talked about relationship with your father, right? Mm-hmm. You know, my, my I mean my my family was generally a very happy family, but very classic uh, kind of family where the communication is you know between father and and the rest of the family is not as uh, open, lah, Right? You know, yeah. they don't openly not not like nowadays. People are very open about saying I love you and hugs and all that. Yeah. Are you a second yeah. child? Second child, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. Psychoanalyzing yeah. us, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, in that process of uh, even becoming a dad myself, right? You know, having a child and all, you start to you square off a lot of things about how you were brought up, and it might not have been perfect, or it might not have even been bad, but you start to see, oh, okay, there were things that how you were brought up that that kind of explain why you feel this mm-hmm. way about certain things and why. Maybe in your life you've overcompensated in certain ways, lah. Like yeah. being very sentimental about certain things. Maybe it's because human relationships to me is like uh, you have to do a lot to try and get like uh, approval or, or mm-hmm. liking, lah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you know, uh, if that, if you ask me like how that manifested, maybe that's one way that I would have mm-hmm. psychoanalyzed my own past. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I I think one of my other hypotheses is that. Um, I was a side male at birth, um, but in the nine months um, I was in my mother's womb, I mm. was taking on some of her emotions mm. or some of her um, experiences. Mm. You know, those nine months are, are actually very crucial to to how you um, perceive the world because mm. those would be actually some of your first few memories or, or senses. Um, and and there's an article that that talks about how sometimes um, 
um, women who give birth to um, queer children or um, children who don't feel the need to uh, or, or, or fall in love with the opposite sex is because they see a community mm. that is um, lacking in resource. Mm. So there's this belief where if a mother looks at, um, I don't know, at Singapore and sees like, oh, okay, there's not enough space for my child, um, it's more likely that that child would be queer so that there'll be more resources for her other children, for her other straight children to procreate. Oh. Yeah, so then you will have like um, lovely uncles to take care of your, lovely gay uncles to so take care of your children. So it's almost evolutionary. Le. It is, yeah. Mm. I, I believe so. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a proven thing, but, but it's something that, that makes sense for me, you know? Damn. Yeah. Bro, so, then the recent, the BTO prizes, all the mothers now, they must be thinking, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. housing prizes, all yeah. of a house. Yeah. You're just going to bring more queer children <laughs> here, guys. <laughs> I mean, already you look at Singapore and you're like, there's not space. There's, there's not enough space. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and you wonder why there are queer people around. And, and mm. like, because, you know, resources, um, as much as we're a rich country, it, it really... Sometimes you look and you see like, yeah, there's no need for, for, for me to procreate, you know. Mm. I'm second of six children, guys. Oh, wow. Oh, Five shit. boys. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So like, yeah. And, 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 and the other thing also, like, like going back to like the pregnancy, I asked my mom like, because I feel like um, I was put here to like protect her. Mm. So I asked her like, did you have a fight with dad while you were pregnant with me? And she said, yes. Mm. And I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I, I believe that, you know, that that's how, what you are assigned with and, and mm. how your emotional development and, and gender identity develops becomes um, a, a separate thing altogether, you know? I see. It's almost like um, you are, yeah, you're made as, <laughs> I don't know if this is layman enough and if this <laughs> makes sense, but if you're made as a Honda car, but then you want to be a Subaru, mm-hmm. be a Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> but but how how you're talking about Singapore in general, right? How uh how receptive do you think Singapore is today, you know, uh, compared to back then about issues of gender identity and people being more open about different uh, you know, identifying differently from the assigned gender? I, I think there's there's more room. Um okay. I, I don't know if it's tolerance or it's um let me close one eye, you know. Mm. Um um, you take away um, three seven seven a, and then you mm. you put this other thing about families, and then you inherently, I don't know, you put queer people in a weird position, you mm. know, and and single people as well, and, and I don't. You, know. say, you say weird because because I mean. To a lot of people, it's like, okay, you repealed 377 A already. Yeah. So it's no longer illegal yeah. to be, you know, queer or, or gay or anything. Um, so, like, what, I mean, then what's the, what's wrong with trying to enshrine marriage as an institution between men and women? Um, I don't have a problem with it because I can't see myself getting married, but there are some queer people who want to get married. Mm. Um. But it's just almost like a okay. Let me let me give you oh. something. But like okay, here's an here's another mm-hmm. thing you cannot do. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like okay, mm. got it. <laughs> but how, how do you feel? Way when... to make us feel welcomed. Yeah, but, we're we're not criminals now. But like 
you don't you can't you can't be yeah. yourself here yeah. fully yeah but yeah. how do you feel when the the response to that is that the that's the reason why they moved the definition of marriage to parliament so that if you want the definition to be changed you vote in the leaders who want to change it like when you heard that right was it like okay this is just just brushing off the actual issue or or like what were your thoughts i'm i'm not very politically inclined <laughs> mm. Um, because because okay, to be honest, I'm not politically inclined because I I I don't with I don't deal with with um, Venn diagrams that are that large like Singapore mm. for example. I, I I tend to work with individuals. Mm. Um, so if I could change the two of you today, it would be the best thing ever, you know. Mm. And um, I'm not even caring about the listeners at this moment. You know what I mean? Fine, so fine, so yeah. so it's 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 really for me my my work on this earth is is to to allow certain choice people to to think differently maybe mm, you know mm. to 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 garner some empathy um sure. but it's it's never on a large scale i'm 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 never going to be that kind of activist yeah but but in some in some way as well uh, what you do as a director mm-hmm. as a you know um filmmaker and and everything uh you are working within the sandbox that is that is also like you know the regulations and IMDA guidelines yep. about things, right? Yeah. So you have to, uh, those those guide boxes do, and those that sandbox does limit as well. Yeah. Entirely what you want to say, and yeah. Um, I mean, how do you feel about uh there being these you know uh, so so called OB markers, you know, our bounce mm-hmm. markers in place uh-huh. uh, um, for you in your mission to want to tell more people or talk to even talk to people on a smaller more individual level mm-hmm. when you do as part of play yeah you're talking to a smaller group but it's still you know more than one person at a time la. yeah um, so 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 that's where my practice is, is really interesting so last year I did this play called The Death of Singapore Theatre as scripted by the Infocom Media Development Authority of Singapore <laughs> that's the whole title of the play by Alfian Saad <laughs> yeah. um, and it was really interesting it was me tackling this like political play and I'm like Usually I don't do it, but yeah. I did it because of the actor. So mm. um, I was working with Farah Ong, um, who I love very much. Um, and and so with my projects, I, I, I tend to start with the actor first. Mm. Um, if I can change and, and and find a transformation within the actor, then it will move into a transformation on a on that scale, on a play level, you know. All yeah. the audiences will then move, be moved. Um, and thankfully that happened. And um, yeah, so I, I think, I, I, I strongly believe in creating ripples, you know, like small little ripples that will end up in, in greater waves. Mm. Um, mm. So yeah, when you talk about OB markers, of course there will they'll, they'll always be OB markers, but um, I'm at a point where I'm about the path of least resistance. Mm. Um, I... I if 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 there's a there's a ball, I I would, I would possibly just move away from it, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that's interesting. <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah. I'm just trying to square what you're saying about, uh, yeah, not being political, yeah. but at the same time, the work that you do does, uh, it will come, you know, in correct uh, yeah. against those boundaries yeah. and everything, like, right? Beca- because also, I look at, at politics and I'm like, oh yeah, this is just um, ideologies fighting each other, and and for what? Do mm. we get the benefit of it? No. Mm. They are getting paid all the salary. We yeah. are here waiting for the every word, you know? Mm. Like, and if I could spend my energy supporting them or, or, or following that, but like, 
I believe that there there are other things I could do, you know, mm. to, to make a change. Yeah. Mm. So so but do you think like in general politics and policies is still important? It's just that it's not where you can spend uh is not not where you choose to focus uh in terms of do how I much impact you can have. Important. Um I think it can be, but um I'm quite jaded about that. Mm. Um you look at Singapore's oh no am I going to get in trouble <laughs> no, no don't worry don't worry we've said we we haven't we said a lot of stuff on this we've not touched the markers yet. we've not touched okay. the markers um so so what happens within um from my experience so what happens within um government agencies or mm. um okay let's let's talk about National Arts Council for example okay um you have um scholars who study abroad and and are from the military mm. they come in they take on the portfolio and then after 5 years they they switch to another portfolio mm-hmm. so every 5 years there's a new um thing that we have to do there's there's a, there's a whole new report that we have to do the whole system changes every 5 years mm. because there's no consistency and because all these people are just trying to climb up the ladder mm. and and eventually they will become prime ministers and and or, or sorry not prime ministers ministers, ministers. Yeah. and and when you become ministers if you and, and you spend all your life climbing and and garnering all these portfolios um doing things that you think are right without actually knowing the ground i think that becomes a problem you know Mm-hmm. And 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 my personal stick about all the scandals I'm like why not it's the most human thing that we've seen so far from mm-hmm. all these ministers they are in love mm. let them be <laughs> you know I I know you think like oh what about their marriage what about their marriage mm-hmm. you know what if it's a loveless marriage what a poor thing yeah yeah you know also you looked at it as like oh like in some way I agree it is yeah. it's showing them as imperfect humans correct and, I mean I would really want people who are broken to represent us, you know? Mm. I don't need someone who knows how to wear a crisp white shirt to represent me. I really want someone who has has queued up in um in in the clinic for so long after defeating cancer or something. You know, we need this kind of people people because they understand how it feels to 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 almost be forgotten, you know? Mm. Um I I want a senior citizen who has to ha- uh, who had to collect cardboards to represent us, you know? Mm. What would that person say for us? Isn't he part of the country as much as us? Mm. You know, he or she or they. But, yeah. but where where does that um empathy come from given that some of the politicians involved in the scandals were very were championing things that are you know about the nuclear family unit you know like the definition of marriage is man woman oh it's interesting i can divorce myself from that you know mm. I, i think i think when i look at someone who who champions um nuclear families that's how they were raised you know mm-hmm. that's that's what they think safety is you know i i don't look at it as oh that's that he is against me it's a really popular um, belief that mm. that might put me in danger only if i allow it to you know Yes, you can have your nuclear families. Sure, but do you understand that all families are psychotic? Mm. That's a book, by the way. Yeah, um, that is true. All families have their own mess, you know, yeah. and and if that's something that you want to fight for, which is a nuclear family, sure, go ahead. But you have to also acknowledge that that is as 
as uh, dangerous as as a queer family but at least mm. a queer family is chosen you know you you allow yourself to talk and and express yourself but okay lah some queer settings also are not very healthy also you know yeah mm. so so i look at the world as everything has its pros and everything has its cons you know mm-hmm. yeah have you, yeah do you ever get um pushback from you know, members of the LGBTQ community who say that, I mean, you have a profile and, you know, you're visible and everything. Yeah. Uh, why don't you take a firmer stand, you know, against whether it's the politics or the, or the you know, just be a bit more of an activist for <laughs> for, for these issues. Lah. Do you ever get a pushback? I, I don't think so. No. Um, I don't know. It, it's very, it, it's very tough. Um, yeah. It's very tough mm. because um, I do want to align myself with greater goods, but sometimes um, I, I find certain notions not to be something that I can support. Mm. You know, mm. um, please don't hate me, um, all the queer people out there. But sometimes I look at Pink Dot and I'm like, why? You know. Mm. Mm. Um, but I understand. Yeah. I understand that it's the the first and, and and only way that we can be political about our 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 gender identity. Yeah, you know. But also, as a, as a person as Irfan, I I I have stopped going. Okay. Um, um, only because I I think that my slot there can be used for other people who believe in the cause. You know, mm-hmm. I am doing other things. I am. Um, we started. Um. Um, with a bunch of friends, we started this um, queer party called Intervention mm. because we were really um, we wanted to hear good music in um, a queer setting because mm, okay. usually queer settings they play like Top Forty, Kylie <laughs> Minogue, you know. And then we, I, I want to play Bjork, you know. Um, I want to play all this like weird uh, electronic music, and 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 that's when. Um, me and one of the other members, we started arguing about. Then, what about our responsibilities to the community? And I'm mm. like, what community? Mm. We are the community, you know. Um, and then because, like, you know, some some other people were were getting really upset about about what, or we were taking up space or a slot that was meant for queer. And I'm like, mm. but there's space for everyone, you know. Mm. There's really there's really space for everyone. Like mm. like like. Like we shouldn't be gatekeeping. Oh, this is queer. This is not queer. This is straight. Mm. This is not straight. You know, mm. like mm. let people live. Really, people really just want to express this. And people are just, everyone is just lost in life. And and going back to the ministers, uh, I'm so, like that kind of job. And and if 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 you really found someone that that you could you could talk to at night, you know, mm. why not? Mm. You hold hands in a restaurant. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let them laugh. You know, that is the most beautiful uh, moment of of humanity. I feel you know mm. when you are allowed to to hold someone's hand. I I don't know whether the pressures of 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 you being a public figure makes it even more exciting. Mm. But like, like let's distill that moment and and realize that it was just two humans connecting. You know, mm. no matter mm. what gender they were, no matter mm. what. Um, experience it well. why was it politics politicized it's, mm, it's, mm. it's so awful but I think people mm. are saying yeah, like, because they are married and have family some definitely some people were hurt like, mm-hmm. you know like personal personally hurt by mm-hmm. the whole thing 
husbands, wives, kids. So, I mean, because I think that's something you and I talked about as well, right? Yeah. Like whether their personal indiscretions, uh, whether that affects their ability to do their job yeah. is one thing. But secondly, it's like, uh, what, what, what's the what's the big deal about it that everyone needs to, that they need to quit, like, right? If, yeah. it's, if they're just, like you say, in love, uh, it's a, they, their marriage maybe doesn't provide them what they need. Yeah. Um, why why begrudge them the yeah. chance to do it? Mm. Yeah. But but you know, like I mean, I can I can understand the pushback. Even for me, when I looked at it, I I did feel that it was very uh, hypo- hypocritical of them to preach one thing and not mm. really practice what they preach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I also know that people are not perfect. Um, yeah. People mm. make mistakes. People are contradictions. Yeah. People yeah. are contradictions. And people but, people evolve yeah. all the time. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. But I think one thing that like caused a lot of 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 that sort of observation. I I my hypothesis or my belief is that it's because okay right now society there is a structure uh-huh. uh not to say the structure is right not to say the structure is wrong uh-huh. but you know like with with this this whole discussion around gender and pronouns it is something new and I think sometimes there's a lot of clash between existing structures existing beliefs and what uh th- this new way of thinking this new belief uh that maybe it's coming to light more yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people maybe feel a little, little um, like 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 that, like you know, no one likes change, right? Yeah. Mm. So, so from your view, like what what is the society that we aspire towards? Like uh, I know you yourself earlier said you you don't intend to get married, but maybe it will change. You know, maybe it will change. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it will change. Like when I meet someone I like, I will like, I really want to marry you, <laughs> and then divorce you, and then marry you again. <laughs> <laughs> That one sounds like a preference, <laughs> bro. Such a romantic you, I, comedy. Yeah, I, like, I mean, divorce is such a big thing also. Anyway, okay, yeah. carry on. So, I mean, yeah, where, where I was going was that because, like, um, I think, in some sense, do you think that the way it is being approached now can be almost a bit too, um, how you say? Rigid. Like, no, like, like very head-on clashing. Like, yeah. Because, yeah. uh, okay, for example, the pronouns thing. Like, I know mm-hmm. some companies... Um, they mandate that you use pronouns in your email signature. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on LinkedIn, it's almost become like a flex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and sometimes I'm thinking, okay, do people really genuinely believe it? Is this necessary? Or do we need to like really explore the extremes before we all settle in the middle that everyone's happy with? Um, Ooh. Yeah. And, okay. And like, uh, because right now, you know, it, like with, with any movement, right? Any form of activism sometimes you can believe in it but when it goes to an extreme then you lose sight of like um, oh like uh, is this is this really the best thing yes. so like for mm. politics you know like the left sometimes especially in the US yeah. and even Singapore sometimes they go so extreme where I would consider myself liberal but I, I look at it I'm like hey, guys what the fuck are you all doing uh-huh, uh-huh. so when it comes to these sort of issues do you feel that or like how do you how do you make sense of, of like the general conversations which to me feel like well, everything is a fight. You know, everything is... There's, there's, there's no middle ground yet. Uh, to quote the play, No Homo, mm. Um, mm. and homo here refers to um, hom- homogeny. Mm. Um, it, um, so if I could give you an example, um, there was this um, linguist who, who, who mentioned that if we were all in the world to start off with one language, these languages will in five years or in less break away from the uniformity of, of language mm. and that's the beauty of humanity we all have different experiences and different perspectives and then people will alter these languages to suit their own 
body mm. or their own geography or their own societies. Um, so going back to that, right? I th- I think um, I think people can fight for for what their pronouns want to be, or um, um, or address it. Or, or put it in their emails, but mm. but I think it's it's at the end of the day, it's up up to you to to decide whether you want to respect them or not. Mm. You know, mm. um, um, and it's okay either way. You know, like you 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 are allowed to tell. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm still learning. I I I I'm not sure how to navigate this. Um, um, yeah. I and I for me personally, I I don't know whether pronouns define me well enough. You know, mm. um. Yeah, I f- I feel more sometimes like an animal, like an like a dragon maybe, mm. like a tiger. You know, do I want people to tell to call me a tiger? Not really. I mean, this is some of the arguments that people are also bringing up. Yeah. you know, yeah. from this from the straight camp, like, oh, I identify as a cattle, so please call me a cattle. It's it's not that you see. It's it's mm. it's someone telling you, could you? Could you please um, mm. refer to me as he or she, or or a they them? You know, and and it, it's, it's someone reaching out to you, and in, in saying that um, this is how I want to be acknowledged, mm. and it's up to you if, if you want to acknowledge that. You know, mm. and if you don't, then you're an asshole. Uh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and then also back to that that the whole like idea of um, what what future I imagine. Um, if I could share a bit, I'm I'm sure. I'm seeing someone in an open relationship. And it's mm. really interesting because um, he just got married, and mm. um, it, it opened up a lot of questions for me. You know, um, this is a really good book called The Ethical Slut about how um, <laughs> mm. um, polyamory and polyamorousness yeah. um, exist within society, and it should be quite natural. Um, I don't think I'm for polyamory, um, but I don't know what monogamy is as well. You know, so it's it's a definition that I'm still learning. Mm. Um, and what I learned is that you cannot expect one person to fulfill all your needs, your emotional, mm. your sexual, your, um, it, it's not fair, you mm. know? And I think that's why sometimes um, marriages um, don't work yeah. because you rely on this person to be your psychiatrist, to be your, um, to be your friend, to be, to be your partner, you know? And it's, it's, it's so much responsibility because mm. people tend to want to grow. Or not, you know. Some people like change, and some people don't. Yeah. Um, and in my case, I like to to grow, and and, and that means being fluid with my gender identity, you know, mm. and, and 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 not defining it, and and therefore non-binary, you mm-hmm. know. Um, um, yeah. But just going back to what you were uh, mentioning just now about. Uh, yeah, you know, when people say, can you please refer to me as a certain pronoun or something, mm-hmm. then the other side would be an asshole by, by, by saying, no, I can't. But um, I think that comes to a clash a lot when institutions or what try to say, hey, you got to start referring to people by certain pronouns and all that. So say, I mean, you know, the examples of schools, for example, universities where a professor can get fired for not referring to a student's uh, pronouns properly. Uh. Like in those instances, you could even say that people are being forced to, mm-hmm. you know, use those pronouns. Uh. Mm-hmm. Like that in that situation, like who who is being the asshole? Uh, right? Oh, interesting. Um, interesting. It, it, who do you think is forcing who? 
I, I like the institutions laying down like rules saying that you know faculty need to refer to students by by their, pronoun. their chosen pronouns. Yeah, yeah. So it's not even a choice for the for the professor or what anymore. La. But it but wouldn't that be um almost similar to my name is Irfan? I would mm. like to be referred to as Irfan. Mm. You know? Mm. Even though I might look like a Rizwan, <laughs> you know? It's it's it, yeah, how about how about that? You know? Like how about that's how um I want to be referred as then. I mean if it's official then um I think, yeah, look at it as a name lah, as mm. as as a, um, yeah, because because when you're saying no to identifying, for example, someone who is um, assigned female at birth mm-hmm. or, or or presents as female and and she wants to be referred to as they them, yeah, um, um, then you are actually, um, yeah. The limitation is on you because mm. you assume that because the media um, projects this uh, female figure as mm. as a woman, and therefore he, uh, she has to be a she, her, you know. Yeah. Um. So what if we looked at it as names then? You know, mm. like like she just wants to be referred as they them. You yeah. know, sorry, they want mm. to be referred as they them. You know, so it's it's, it's kind of like a name. You know, mm. it's like when I when I introduce myself, um, I'm Irfan. You can call me. Fanny, you know, mm. it's it's how I want to be perceived, and um, and if if it's official, I think, yeah, why not? But yeah, mm. but the uh, the difference between the names and let's say your pronouns or your gender mm-hmm. is that some of that trickles down to the more logistical things, like let's say restrooms, uh-huh. um, or even I know in sports competitions, you know, depending on who you identify, should you take part in which yep. competition. Yep. I think recently there was a case in one country in Europe, I believe it was Scotland, where there was a male rapist who identified as, uh, who was undergoing um, gender reassignment, and but not fully complete, and he was put in a female prison. Uh-huh. And there was a lot of pushback against that. Uh-huh. So so for for me as a, as a layperson looking at it, okay, a name, it's, it's almost like a... It it doesn't impact things like that that affect I see. life. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so how 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 should one open their mind to think about that? Because it is it does cause cause ripples, right? It does yeah. cause cause impact. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. use the handicap toilet. It's mm-hmm. the one gender neutral toilet, actually. You know, mm-hmm. like who decided that men and women should have separate toilets? You know. Mm. Maybe male toilets would be much more cleaner if women were in there as well. Actually, I don't know, man. Bro, like, <laughs> like, uh, actually, I don't know. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, but but some of the like you know like um, at theater works where we're rehearsing, the the toilets are gender neutral, neutral, like you know, and 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 then so then we have to question why the division, mm. you know, um, why were toilets created for male and female, mm. you know. It's it's essentially a an act that we all have to do, you know, go to the toilet. Um, so when did when did things become um, secular? Is that the word? No, I don't know. Um, mm. Divisive, you know. Mm. Um, you know. When did um, I was also reading this article this morning about how this um, sprint uh, track and field runner um, who naturally has uh, more testosterone because mm. she was born with it. Um, cannot compete f- for four years, mm. and and you you're like, um, 
uh, and then their reasoning was because she has a male advantage and I'm like but she's a woman mm. <laughs> I think but also why I don't know I really don't know I don't know why are we competing that's my com- <laughs> question <laughs> like for what why do I want to see you run okay mm. lah you're fast okay good lah you know? it doesn't make sense to me that people are running or competing actually. but then what if a runner says Irfan why you want to tell these stories in 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 a in a theater, I don't know. I'll tell them mm. straight. That if I don't know, mm. <laughs> I'm finding myself. Yeah. Mm. So do you think a runner would say that? I can imagine that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, okay. because I mean, I'll be I'll, friends with them then. Yeah, because I I know for sports, especially elite level sports, I can totally understand. Like it's almost like a spiritual thing to them. That's beautiful. Yeah, if you speak to some of the more, or if you read articles about some of the more religious footballers, it's almost like God has given me this talent, mm. and it would be a sin to not share it with the world beautiful you know so yeah. so but then on the note of sports where and then now it becomes a bit more of the 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 tech the 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 the, the things the physical aspects of someone who's born male uh-huh. um so you know you, you gave the example just now is a female runner who just happens to have a lot of testosterone mm-hmm. but if it's a male athlete that now identifies as female um or is undergoing gender reassignment should they be allowed to compete in the other in female sports la? and mm. and i think one thing that caused a lot of controversy was in the us there was this male swimmer who was like not like considered average and then he um underwent uh, i think gender reassignment or i'm not i'm not fully sure but he started competing in the females and he uh-huh. broke all the records uh-huh. so then it becomes a thing oh um there's one thing about respecting how people identify themselves but when it comes down to things like this how interesting yeah, yeah. You, you you stumped me here because one i yeah one is i i don't believe in competition mm. um <laughs> but i i understand how some people believe that that's the way that they they find their true self and yeah. their, their true spirit um yeah and i guess the play is different because i'm not competing with anything except for time mm. um interesting i don't know i really don't know I think that's an that's that's an argument that we 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 can really get into, mm. yeah. Because my question is why, yeah, why? I yeah, I mm. don't understand. Mm. But yeah. when you're speaking about the play, right? Yeah. Uh, I think one of the reasons why uh, we also wanted to chat also because we watched uh, Joe's previous play, mm-hmm. the last play she put up, mm-hmm. uh, and it came from a very personal experience is this of, the, the the one at NUS uh, the uh, no the one that was at Dra, uh, what was it called again? oh, oh uh, um, oh gateway gateway the, gateway, the one about yeah, the radio happy place happy place yes it was great and uh, we had on a podcast and she talked about the very personal experience of uh, you know like being a radio DJ and, and how it actually affected her and uh-huh. all that and that's why this play I mean that was the fruit of that experience uh. uh-huh. so um for you know, and people, a lot of people who who said it, after, you know, they w- who watch the play and then listen to our podcast also, they found it like oh, it's like almost companion pieces like, to understand really what went on in the playwright's name, uh, in the playwright's uh, head. Uh. Uh-huh. So for you, uh, what what was the the inspiration or the the genesis of um, you know being involved in and in, in directing this production? Oh, okay, I I think one of the things was that. Um I was also interested in performing mm. gender, mm. you know. How does um, 
we we see a lot of like um drag queens, you know, mm. but we don't see a lot of drag kings. So it was interesting when when I got the script and it was this this mousy little female um um uh office worker who who decides to to be a drag king and and, mm. and the presentation is this like misogynist um a big motherfucker <laughs> who like <laughs> who just says whatever he wants and so it's it's a part of of this other character yen that that she cannot express yeah you know so as a man then she's she's allowed to do it but um yeah and and i i went into the 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 process so we started I think six months ago with workshops mm, mm. I started the process with not knowing and mm. I think I think that's okay to not know as well uh, if I could put a disclaimer about about gender or or things I didn't know where it was going to go mm. and only last Friday did we realize that it was a play about performing all aspects of of masculinity even fragile mm. masculinity so it was a really it became like a really beautiful work um um after doing so many times and then tweaking and calibrating it you know um yeah and and what happened last friday oh we we saw we saw everything in place and we saw all the male characters that 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 joe is performing mm-hmm. in a really beautiful um place where it's not a stereotypical archetype mm. you know like 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 a man is more complicated than 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 just hey man what's up you know mm. it, it's not like um yeah we saw all the the whole spectrum not 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 the whole maybe a, a portion of the spectrum of 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 what a man could be you know mm. or a man could fall under and then it became exciting because because it it it, it, it exists through the lens of a woman mm. so i was like wow so 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 then things became really blurred and and really beautiful yeah. Mm, yeah and and like um i know before this podcast you were telling us that the first iteration of the play was digital mm-hmm. over covid yep right um and it did very well it won best script best actress yep uh and now you mentioned that as you're bringing it to a real life play there's a, it has changed a lot uh, in Correct. in what way um so the original um digital um performance i think they concentrated more about the feminism side Mm. Um, while I'm more interested in gender performing, performing gender, mm. um, even even in the context of so, there's one character in in the play called Jezebel. Mm. So she's a hyper feminine character. So she's she's your your Jeje uh, from the office who is who's very sexual and and, and you know is all about breast. Mm-hmm. But but then we realize that she also like performs that. Mm. So that that's her power play. Mm. You know. So so. So when we go back to ourselves we're like who am I performing my gender for you know mm. um um am, am I performing my gender to find the right mate mm. am I performing a gender to absolve some of the traumas I may have you know um for me that's the case I think you know yeah. I I think I have an affinity with men because I had a distant father mm. you know so so so, so that that does affect me a bit in in, mm. in in when i imagine someone who i want to hold it would be um 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 s- someone who happens to be a man you know mm-hmm. um so yeah mm. like like gender takes into account so many other things memories um um physiology you know what what um sense you might be um mm. attracted to and why you know some things beyond our control really mm. um and and one conversation i had with another person was that 
is it nature or nurture and and we think it's both mm. you know it's it's both it's it's um it's 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 nature you were assigned something and then, and then you were nurtured to to believe another thing you know and and because you were a child you could not control it or essentially mm. it was not in your power to decide mm. that i would like women you know like yeah because for me i don't not like women but like i i have something to explore with 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 um a man yeah mm. yeah so so you mentioned performing gender like like what what, what do you mean performing is it like a, a role that or the theme of the play it is gender at its heart or is performing gender something? performing gender yeah. yeah so so it's jotan taking on nine characters mm. some of these characters are um are your average um joe you know he's a joe and then there's a there's an abing inside also and he's mm. um awful um i think you know um there's also this character who's a closeted gay man um So so we see how all these characters have minute or succinct um habits with mm. their gestures um and then and, and and how it translates to where they are in what context they are so this one character who who is her boss who um who is closeted at work mm. um also has a drag show so you know how 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 do you how do your gestures change from from being in an office setting to a nightclub for example mm. you know so how does how how do i perform in in am i in an mrt in an in in a vulnerable open space where everyone can see me you know um and how do i perform with my loved one how do i perform um with my mom you know mm-hmm. it's 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 a really important questions that i think um we can think about and 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 really understand is this learned or is this something that i choose to have you know mm. are we resisting any form of um freedom for ourselves mm-hmm. you know because our bodies are such beautiful um um apparatuses to experience this world are you limiting yourself um by holding yourself up in a certain way um or are you yeah are you not allowing yourself to dance as freely as you can you know mm. because you're a certain gender um i don't know yeah so you know i mean just like uh, with regards to the understanding of gender i mean we've asked you a lot of questions but where do you think is the gap for other lay people their own understanding of gender is it is it just the fact that is not talked about enough amongst friends or there's not enough documentaries or interviews or articles that some provide something more objective or yeah yeah i think um i think start with one person you know mm-hmm. start with one person but also know that this person cannot represent the yeah. whole world you know um start with someone who you 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 know is 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 queer or 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 identifies differently from you it could be a woman if you're a straight man you know and 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 just sit down and and ask questions that that will help you understand without having preconceived judgments mm, you know mm. like uh, a question i would usually ask is um does your gender define you you know or what are you excited about mm. or there's so many things um beyond gender that also affects gender you know um when when you think about 
rest or when you think about being in love, what is that image, you know? Um, for me, it's um, to lay down on someone's lap and looking at the clouds, you know? I don't know if, if gender plays a role there, you know? It's it's about really understanding someone. Um, um, you, you should be a bit sensitive, but you shouldn't also be overly sensitive because it can appear as like, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, can I ask you something? Um, you know, and, and really try to get to know someone rather than trying to get to know sexuality or gender, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, well, you realize that everyone has their own plethora of experiences. Yeah. Uh, they stem from a lot of different things, like not necessarily your gender or whether you like men or women or whatever. You know, it's it comes from you know how your family, uh, your family relationships, your your friends and everything, and those things can define people a lot more than mm. even the the gender or sexuality. Uh. Yeah. But, if, and then once you get to know them as humans, then you know the other things start to fall in place a lot more easily. Yeah. yeah. Like, Especially yeah. in families, you know, mm, you yeah, you assume yeah. just because you're my mother, I don't need to know you. You know. Mm, mm, I, I've 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 been cultivating a relationship with her. We got stuck in a jam at Causeway for three hours. It was the best three hours ever because I got to ask her a lot of questions. Mm, I got mm. to see her as a person, not mm. as my mother, you yeah, know? Yeah. And 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 I think that's really important for you as 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 a parent as well sometimes, you know. Um to to ask your your child instead of assuming that oh they're gonna be okay or they're they're gonna be you know, like 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 get to know get to know people, mm-hmm. especially the ones who are you really close to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And as as you get older you also realize that uh yeah, like everyone like what you say, family is psychotic. It really mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Uh there's no family that's not psychotic. And everything even when you look at people a certain way, you realize, oh, there's probably some stuff that that, that led to that. Um and yeah, it it does I think for us, especially as we move into media and writing characters for mm-hmm. stories, you realize, oh, you need to think about the backstory of this character. Why? Because their backstory influences how they act in a day-to-day life. La, Correct. For better or worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, just understanding. It's just, it's something that we have to remind ourselves. La. Yeah. Uh, so that's why also like with this podcast, it's always yala but because it's always a but. La. It's always mm, a but correct. with everything. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of things that we say actually are th- uh, subtext the subtext of things that we're not saying mm. you know like when I'm directing Joe I'm like okay this character is saying this but what is he not saying that mm-hmm. is the more important part actually you know what is he what like there's a character that goes um, um, oh he's a stupid um, he's a stupid gay aqua you know but, but what actually does he want to say mm. you know yeah so is that something you try to do in day-to-day life also? Like really say what you're thinking as opposed to... Yes. I, I, I consciously try to do it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it gets really tiring because I'm overanalyzing everyone's, mm. um, you know, mm. um, what, what they're saying. And I'm just, yeah, and I'm trying to tap into an, 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 an energy um, where I'm I'm trying to discover the person beyond the facades that either they have uh, put up since school or, you know, their interactions with other people who have not been sensitive to them, you know, like it's, um, it, it, it's quite tiring because sometimes it's easier for them to, to just reel back and, and mm. be in that safe walled up um, fort. Um, mm. So it, it's really tiring to be a director because you, you, you have to observe and, and, 
and and understand oh this is how she works or oh, this is when the trap door comes up or oh, this is mm. this her you know like it's, it's it's really interesting but it's really tiring work yeah mm. yeah so it's, is it a oh. job hazard that makes you like analyze everyone yes like everyone you meet <laughs> everyone yeah <laughs> everyone I meet like, that's what like, you told Terrence uh, second child is it <laughs> yeah. second child, correct second child. I can tell yeah I can you usually can tell yeah wow. I usually can mm. tell yeah that's cool man cool, cool. yeah but so, yeah uh, you know we've spoken a lot about the everything on the play so the right now the play um, can you just let audiences know when and where they can find it Okay, so the play King yeah. uh, is being presented at 7213 Muhammad Sultan Road. Mm-hmm. That's T-Works. And it will be playing from the 10th to the 13th of August. Mm. So just after National Day. And yeah. where can they get tickets? They can get tickets at PTX. PTX. Mm, and P-Tix. they should search uh, just King. King Jotan does a wonderful job. Mm. Yeah, on Google. Search that. Okay, cool. <laughs> and where can, where can people can uh, find you? If you um, want to be found, right? Don't find me, please. <laughs> please don't find me. Uh, okay, um, uh, no, okay. After people like us, right? It was it was really hard to remain anonymous, and I was like, oh no, I I have to be this figure now. And they're like, oh, tired lah. <laughs> um, you can find me at Airfan Kasban um, okay. on Instagram. Um, yeah, I, I post a lot of uh, emotional, spiritual stuff. Mm. Oh, nice. Yeah. And people <laughs> like us, the first two seasons are on YouTube. Are uh, on YouTube, and uh, season three is coming out in December. I see. Uh, yeah. okay. Please don't watch it if you don't like um, softcore porn. <laughs> 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 it, it gets really racy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but um, yeah, my character is, is quite nice. Um, I see. Um, and I, I found a really nice place to end it. So season mm. three will be our last season. Mm. Um, yeah. And yeah, look out for my other works. Um, so I'm doing a children's show as well. Um, mm. Yeah. And I'm interested in choir traditions of indigenous groups um, I basically am, am really interested in, in the concept of healing mm. um, because how I was raised you know and I think that's my purpose in life mm. and so if you have any if you need someone to talk to contact SOS if they don't pick up then contact me <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, mm. oh yeah yeah and and I hope um, yeah know that someone out there is willing to listen and, and see you for who you really are yeah mm. that's cool awesome we uh, always cool. end with a thing called a one shock thing which is uh, something that we we tell our audience uh, that they can go and enjoy outside of this podcast and all uh-huh. uh, so maybe we can start first to yeah. so just Tell you what I want show things are. Then okay. after that, we can have you okay. tell us yours, okay? I'm okay. pulling up mine. So, Terrence, yes. you can go first if you want. Uh, My one show thing. Yeah. Yes, I have. Oh, you need to pull well. it up as well? No, no, no I, I think I, I What have. is this? You guys are playing up what? The so, music? Our notes, our notes. Oh, notes. Oh, like, yeah. anytime, like, for, for me, uh, like, when I see something, I'm like, oh, this could be a one show thing. I note it down. Because ah. you don't want to be like, oh, without uh, anything. Uh, and I know we, we put you on the spot also. But okay, uh, like. where we can avoid putting ourselves on the spot, <laughs> yeah. we try lah. We try. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. For me, I mean, a uh, big tennis fan. Uh, so, but in recent months and all, my my uh, love of the sport has waned because my favorite player and a lot of people's favorite player, Roger Federer, retired from the game. Uh, but just watching the latest Wimbledon, um, where the winner Carlos mm. Alcaraz, Alcaraz, mm. yeah. Where he he played uh, Djokovic in the final and beat him quite convincingly, you know. 
uh, it just brought back the that the feeling of joy uh, when you find a new player that's very exciting that plays a very um, offensive brand of tennis and go go personality lah right he's very young uh. he's yeah. only like 20, 21, you know uh-huh. but he just takes a, a little bit of everything from the, all the greats of the past few years you know the the defense the offense and just puts it in a very uh, entertaining package that isn't like watching paint dry, which I felt tennis has been with the the dominance of the last <laughs> last mm. few years of Djokovic and all that, right? Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I I crave that feeling of like that joy when you realize, oh, this guy is someone I can watch for many many years, you know, and, and even as I grow older, and uh, yeah, it's exciting to watch this. Even his highlights are they're really quite something, like Every drop shot and everything that he plays, you know, because tennis has been in this because of the racket technology mm-hmm. uh, players fitnesses fitness and all that it's become this spot where people stay behind the baseline wherever you hit the dam they're able to just hit it back to you and it just becomes a game of who makes a mistake first correct it's no longer about you know trying to trick your opponent or you know doing being a bit more offensive and all that so this kid I think he's got the best of both worlds uh. he knows how to do defense but he can also do a tricky shot when he wants to. Nice. And that's why it's very impressive. Uh. Yeah. Mm. Nice, nice. Uh, so my one shot thing was something I just, just realized is different from what my initial one shot thing was because uh, I did watch Oppenheimer last Friday uh-huh. uh, mm. and I loved it. Uh, I know it's gotten, I don't know how many people are as adamant about how much they love it as, as mm. I am. Most people I've spoken to, like, it's nice. Like Terrence, mm. uh, like it was at midnight, midnight, uh, twelve thirty a.m. I messaged him like, dude, that was fucking great. I was like, oh, is it as good as Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, I don't yeah. think I replied. Oh, I just asked him. I just asked him to fuck off, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like looking back, and I mean, it's a few days later, and I just really liked it. I think the acting was solid, like, The acting was amazing. Mm. The casting was on point. Um, and I mean, the story. In some way, like I know, I, I I spoke to some friends who said they they know people who don't want to watch it because they feel it glorifies the whole creation of the atomic bomb. Mm. But to me, it showed the other side about how it's a it's almost like a nightmare. Mm. Um, and and I thought, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And even though it's based on like um certain things like that happened, like the test explosion, you knew it was going to happen. But the way it still built up the tension, it didn't feel like three hours. It was three hours, mm. and I didn't feel bored at all. Nice. So so yeah. So if you're on the fence, I recommend it. There are a lot of question marks about whether it'll even be screened in Japan, for example. Oh yeah. <gasps> mm. Oh yeah. I didn't because think about can, that. Yeah, you can yeah. imagine the trauma. Oh, God. That, that yeah, and certain scenes might be a bit hard to listen to it if is, you're Japanese. Yeah. Uh. It's tough, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or if you've worked with people who are survivors or have been affected by the yeah. actual blast. Uh. I I've been to the Nagasaki Museum about the about the mm. bomb blast, and it's and just. Well, it's, it's quite traumatic, man. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Whew. Okay, yeah. so so those were our one shock things. Yeah. What were you? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, that was that was quite beautiful. You guys are not lame men at all, uh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we'll relate that. We'll relate that to Joe. Yeah, tell Joe. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful conversations here. here. Beautiful <laughs> conversations here, guys. Um. Okay. My one shock thing is is something from um that I just rediscovered, which is um. Bjork's song Venus mm. as a Boy mm. um, and it talks about a really sensitive man who who, who touches her in, in beautiful ways um, mm. and I don't know just have a listen uh, I, I, I didn't grow up listening to Bjork so like I only started listening to her when I was in my late 20s 30s mm. 20, 20s 20s just uh, like what like a couple th- years 10 ago 10 years ago like, 10 years ago oh, okay. no lah late 20s is yeah, ten years ago. Ten years, okay. Um, yeah, 
and uh, yeah, um, have a listen, you know, mm-hmm. while you are waking up. It might mm. be a beautiful experience. What's the name of the song again? Venus as a boy. Venus as a yeah. boy. Okay. It's, cool. it's it's a really nice song to, uh, especially if you're you have a crush on someone. Mm. Yeah. No, mm. yeah. mm. <laughs> well, Bjork. I mean, growing up, Bjork was like, uh, yeah, the alternative uh, yeah. pop style and right? revolutionary. As yeah, well. yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, awesome, dude! Cool, thanks man. so much for coming on board, man. Yeah, no problem. And thank you for yeah. being so open about. Uh, thank you for having me. Layman yeah. questions. Yeah, layman <laughs> questions. And thank you for for telling us we are not layman yeah, Which yeah, we will yeah. go back to Joe and layman. right after this, we're like Joe, we have graduated. <laughs> 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 we have graduated. Yeah. Cool, yeah. man. Cool. But thanks so much, man. No, thank yeah. you. Awesome, and thanks everyone for listening.